Hey guys, Bryce here from Flex Cortex. All content on the Flex Cortex podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not a substitution for medical advice from a qualified health professional. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. back to another episode of flex cortex i want to take a brief moment here at the beginning of this episode to just let everyone take a a deep breath a nice deep cleansing breath just to de-stress a little bit with the Uh, with the with the nasal part yeah (laughs) if you don't have a nasally fucking breath oh (laughs) explicit already (laughs) nice uh if if you don't take the nasally breath are you really living all right we're kicking this one off thanks guys thanks for tuning into this one sorry for our our little bit of a hiatus we've both been just busy with with life and uh but we're still here we're trying to put out content for you guys and then uh, ian will be on our next episode so yeah very excited for that gonna gonna probably do some spooky themes even though it's not halloween anymore uh but it's still related it's gonna it's gonna be pretty exciting i won't do the grand reveal yet yeah so we get episode but yeah so make sure you stay stay tuned in so that you can catch that one but uh, but yeah today will be about mental health and um we just figured this would be a top topic to talk about because both of us think that it's um obviously severely overlooked so uh, we're going to talk about the relation with that and exercise. So Tanner will be probably talking about most of this one just because a lot of this is from nursing content. Um, but then I'll be here to chat and give my opinion on stuff because it's what I'm good for, right? You are you are good for that. You're a beautiful, beautiful soul. There we go. <laughs> hey. So, um, you know, one of the things that we don't think about all the time um, is that physical health and mental health and the whole health wheel for a person it's actually all interconnected so our our physical health and our mental health are actually so interconnected um and that actually means that when you're exercising you can actually help your mental health which is really really great i know it can be hard because sometimes it doesn't feel very motivating to go exercise when you have depression or anxiety or a lot of these uh, mental health issues or stressors that come out, it, it can be really hard. But, uh, you know, if you just push through, you know, do eat the frog for the day, uh, you can actually decrease stress, increase neurogenesis, which is basically creating new brain cells, brain growth. Um, and also it expresses our hunger, which is unrelated, but it actually also balances our um, neurotransmitters in our brain. So things like serotonin, dopamine, it can all help with that. Very cool. So, yeah, it's uh, very exciting stuff. Um, same same stuff that you get when you know you're doing uh, illicit drugs or eating food. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool that exercise is in a way a drug. A lot of people have heard that. A lot of people have heard runners high. So mm-hmm. you know it's uh, you, you can chase it, um, and it actually can replace uh, replace your addictions too. Yeah. Um, which, uh, you know, it's one thing to, you know, try and avoid replacing one crutch with another. But honestly, if you're going to replace any crutch with something, like exercise is a pretty good feeling. 
So it's gonna gonna help you out a lot. There's definitely worse outlets you could be doing than going to the gym. Exactly, a lot worse. There's there's a lot of options. You know, um, you know, our society has a lot of addictions now. Um, you know, consumerism. So you're doing too much shopping. You're you know endlessly browsing Amazon. You're eating too much food. You're doing you know uh, some sort of drug or alcohol. Um, you know, there's a sex addict, that sort of thing. There's, there's a lot out there. Um, and it's, you know, all related to our brain still at the end of the day and our neurotransmitters. So exercise can kind of help, you know, it's not the be all end all. It's not going to solve all your problems instantly. Um, but it's definitely a step in the right direction to kind of, you know, tell you that you can live life without needing that you know, dopamine and serotonin rush from like your, your addiction, uh, because you're getting it from exercise. So, you know, even if that means for that two hours, you're not doing, uh, partaking in your addiction to, you know, fuel something. It's, it's great that instead of you're doing it, exercising, it's something that's productive and good for you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, most people start out, uh, working out thinking that it's just for your body, but it's more for the mental aspect of things. And um, I'd say the physical attributes just come as a byproduct, right? I think we talked about that on other, yeah. another podcast too, but how those things just kind of come hand in hand and uh, you start seeing all the physical things from exercising and a lot of the other um, psychological aspects when really you're just starting out to look better or whatever, right? Or maybe be more confident in how you look and how you feel about yourself. Yeah, and that, that's a good point. Like uh, our body image, super huge for our self-image um and just how we feel about ourselves so if you can exercise and actually see those changes in yourself even if it's just you know um at a small scale where you don't see any difference in your body but in the way you feel or even just looking at the scale where you're like oh i went down from you know x to y and that can be like that little bit of motivation where something clicks in your head and you're like hey I don't hate myself as much today. I don't, I don't hate my body. And, you know, it starts to transform that where we ultimately want, you know, especially as trainers, as healthcare professionals, we want you to ultimately have a good self image of yourself. We know it's hard. Um, it's easier said than done, but if even we can get that, some of those gears turning to where you're like, yeah, you know what? I, I don't hate myself as much today. That is a success in my books. Like, even if a client had said a statement like that to me, I'd be like, that's a step in the right direction. Ultimately we want to be like, yeah, I love myself. Um, but you know what? There's people who have been doing it for years who are on uh, medications on top of exercise, go to therapy. And then there's, they still will have days where they're like, I don't really like myself today. And that's also okay. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's not a race. There's no grand prize. It's just about, living your existence and trying your best and, you know, uh, doing what you can to, uh, make the old brain feel better. Yeah. And I think one aspect too, is like social media plays a huge impact on body image and how we see ourselves. Right. And I think social media has been a, a great, a great thing, um, for lots of aspects, but I think in that regard, it's definitely made society a lot more critical. Right. Um, and it's made people more, a little bit more scared, right? A little bit more timid in that regard too. So I would definitely just be careful and be leery on how much you consume social media. Um, because obviously 
it can be good in regards of let's say trying to like grow your brand or network um, but also it can it can maybe holding you down and, and causing a little more and more stress in your life if you're consuming it for the wrong reasons as well right or if you're getting fixated on stuff too yeah 100% you uh you know it's you start comparing yourself to your peers and feel like you're behind or whatever <clears throat> and it, the same thing for you know fitness fit if you're someone who has a poor body image um you know there's some people who are going to be inspired by seeing all these really fit people on instagram mm-hmm. but i mean honestly there's it's also totally justified if you're like i don't want to see this remove it and just focus on you instead because i mean it can be really uh discouraging to be like i'm not there yet but you know yeah you got to get out of that mentality and a lot of the time the only way to do that is to remove it from you know your feed or yeah. your life even if that's that means instagram and facebook or whatever mm-hmm. completely power to you yeah yeah seeing it and being like how how like how do you look like that or thinking that you'll never look like that right yeah exactly um one of the other big things that exercise can do which is related is it can actually uh prevent and treat uh anxiety uh because it actually will increase dopamine um and also help with uh, serotonin like we we're talking about yeah uh and it actually also helps ADHD, um, specifically with the motivation. Because uh, the theory right now, um, I haven't looked into it in a while, so it might be um, more specifically like it is definitely linked to dopamine, but they think it's an insufficient dopamine mm-hmm. that causes the symptoms for ADHD okay. or ADD. Um, so yeah, that's something exercise can help with to increase your focus and your motivation. One little uh, side tangent just about motivation too. Something that I think we should discuss is that motivation is obviously subjective. So motivation is going to depend on the day. It's not going to be constant. So as we've talked about it before too, it's so important to have good discipline because discipline is what gonna, what's, what's going to hold you in check and what's going to hold you to a routine and like that accountability aspect, right? Because motivation is going to come and go. Like as long as I've been working out for like the past eight years or so, there's been times where I have not been motivated. And like, I think people see personal trainers as being like untouchable and they think they see them as being like, like different. And they think that we're always motivated. We always want to train. We never eat bad. We never go out. We never indulge. Right. But like, no, like we're just like everybody else. Right. And we all have internal struggles that we go through. Um, But just making sure that that discipline can hold you accountable. And then like the benefits of having a coach or even having somebody that you can just check in with, right? And kind of give you a little bit of a pep talk and make sure that you're following a program. That's all super beneficial. So a little side tangent because I think that people think that motivation is one of the most important things, but I would say it's discipline. Oh, 100%. 100% agree with you. Because yeah, like you said, motivation, very temporary. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, one of the other things that uh, exercise can do, fun fact for you, is... Uh, there is something called uh, tryptophone. I, I totally butchered that. Uh, I think I did too when I tried to think about reading that in my head. That's all good. Yeah. Uh, these decreased tryptophan. Anyway, it's a precursor to serotonin. Um, and it's actually uh, what's the, the decreased level of it is actually what is linked to aggression in uh, postmenstrual syndrome or PMS, um, postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. and even menopausal symptoms. Uh, but exercise can actually 
bring balance to the force and hormones in this case too uh to actually help with those symptoms star wars star wars star wars references are uh, very apt at this time of year because they like to release star wars at christmas at least last few so in case you guys want to look up the word that we but we just butchered it's t-r-y-p-t-o-p-h-a-n yeah it'll be on the test so make sure to study yep (laughs) um at the very end and kind of related to PMS, or at least women's health, um, I should not link PMS to women's health. Very, very different things. Not every woman goes through it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but one of the interesting things exercise can do is actually reverse uh, brain damage uh, related to fetal alcohol syndrome. So if a woman has consumed, or a pregnant person has consumed um, alcohol during pregnancy, uh then they can actually reverse some of that damage by actually engaging in an exercise regime. Um, That's very and cool. as long as, as long as they quit drinking too, because otherwise you're just, you know, putting more fire on the fire <laughs> as you're trying to like one hand has the hose push, putting it out. And then the other hand is gasoline, gasoline. So, yeah, <laughs> that's interesting though. Actually, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, no, uh, this is actually, this isn't even from my nursing per se. Like, um, it is nursing in the sense that, you know, we've learned about a lot of these, um, uh, you know, different disorders and syndromes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, actually, this is all from Spark, the Revolutionary New Science of the Brain, which is an older book now. So it's not revolutionary and new in the same sense. But uh, yeah, it's uh, by a psychologist and he did a really, really good job with the book. In case everyone's people are listening, I'm putting up the what's that? The mint emoji or the the OK sign, bro. The OK sign. I'm you're such too a boomer. On your phone. I'm such a boomer. You're, you're too. You're too old. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, bless me with a cough. Yeah, just say. Um, but uh, yeah, exercise during pregnancy can also reduce complication including reducing maternal anxiety and stress, especially during labor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can increase fetal responses. So that's fetal movement. Um, so baby kicking and stuff like that, um, which is actually an indication of a healthy fetus. You want your baby to be moving. Um, and actually infants born to mothers who have exercised during pregnancy had, uh, were more neurologically developed, which uh, uh, there is a bunch of tests that the psychologists did. Um, and when they did testing later on, they actually found that those, um, babies had a higher IQ for those tests. IQ is very flawed. Uh, and I'm pretty sure even in this case, um, the IQ, uh, level did not stay increased. So it's not like you're keeping a genius baby forever, but, um, that exercise does help with the neurogenesis, like I said at the beginning. Um, so it does help their skills, including like oral language skills develop faster. That's cool. I I didn't know that either. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, And it's all related to the neurogenesis that exercise causes. Like that's, it's, it's that. And then the hormonal changes and it's, uh, it's sort of magic. It's, uh, it's modern day magic, man. But uh, moving away from pregnancy and a last point for today, uh, at least related to the book. 
is that exercise can also reverse cell deterioration, uh, also linked to part of the neurogenesis. So it can counteract some of aging's natural uh, dopamine decline, which also might guard against Parkinson's, which is a dopamine deficiency disorder or disease. Um, so yeah, it's really all this boils down to get busy living with your body and using it, or you will lose it and you will get busy dying. <laughs> so to sum it up, you're <laughs> <laughs> like it's all about mental health on this one, but. Uh, just to depress you. <laughs> well, yeah, I think people definitely overlook just little bits of movement and increasing movement over time, right? And I think we talked about walking before and how important walking is and how it's a light light form of activity and how pretty much everybody can throw it into their into their regimen or throw it into their life in some sort. So, um definitely start just moving more like especially for people that work a job where you're sitting for most of the day or a job yeah. that you're super high stress too like if you're like a sales job or um, working like a desk job like you'd be surprised how good you feel after going for like a 10 minute walk um, 100 yeah or even just standing up every uh every 20 to 30 minutes yeah just quickly stand up stretch your legs yeah it helps a lot especially with lower back pain walking to the water fountain even just like yeah. walking there coming back right like and like he said too back pain like that's another a whole another topic for a different time but um the correlation with sedentary lifestyle and and more i guess i don't want to say the word tighter but like you could say like tighter tissue right which is restricting movement too um quote unquote tighter tissue restricting movement which is causing what feels like back pain so it's probably more likely just your hips but no, I don't. Have we had an episode on uh, flexibility yet? I don't know. That could be a good one to do. Yeah, because uh, flexibility is huge for you know. E- even if you've been working out for eight years, like Bryce, there's a lot of people who have worked out that long and could could work on their flexibility. A bit. Man, I'm so flexible. What do you mean? <laughs> the like, most flexible. Like, look at this. Ready? Oh, Bryce just did the splits. If uh, you're yeah, listening, I did the splits. I did the splits. That's just for you guys that that listen to the, just the audio. I just did the splits. Yeah, if you're watching the YouTube video, then you know I am a very creative person. Yeah, yeah, but that uh, that was something that we just wanted to talk about for a bit. Because I think, well, we know that um, mental health is very important, and then a lot of these cool interesting facts that i didn't know about it either so obviously it just shows how important it is and um we've talked about it in other episodes but starting out with something that you can ease into and that you can actually maintain right and sustain but then also just like it doesn't hurt to have the help of of a coach especially if you are like we talked about today too like if you're pregnant um or if you have some of these other conditions it's good to work with somebody that is specialized and is able to work with your population right so they, they we can give you the help that you need um most importantly though it's it uh, is never a bad idea to reach out and ask for help so um always feel like inclined to do that and um lastly tanner and i are not doctors um what we're just talking about today obviously is just research um stuff that we've come across from our own experiences as well um but then also just pulling a lot from he said books um from a lot of his resources through school so again uh, a lot of this stuff is just good for reference but don't be afraid to reach out to somebody and uh don't be afraid to get help if you need it yeah it's uh 
really important to get that help when you can um, and know the resources for your area. Um, so, yeah. I think that'll be wrapping that one up for today. It's pretty short, but um, the next one will probably be a little bit longer because we'll have Ian on and uh, it'll be a fun one for sure. So make sure to tune into that one. And uh, obviously we hope that you learned something from this. If you guys have any further questions, you can DM one of us on IG. Um, Obviously we have our handles linked to there, but um, if we can't help you, then we can put you into the right direction for some of that can. Exactly. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Flex Cortex. Thanks, guys.